Okay. We need. Are we recording? Ready whenever you guys are. Right. What were you saying? What do we need? We need like three hours to, <laughs> to talk about I ninety said. minutes of TV. All right, ready. This is Out West, a podcast from the Outline about theories about the TV show Westworld. I'm Casey Johnston. I'm Jeremy Gordon, and I'm Josh Topolsky. Let's get into some analysis. This is it, guys. Uh, it's the last. It happened. The last episode. All of the mysteries of Westworld have been revealed to us. Yeah, now there's nothing left to solve. We Just no kidding. There's so questions. many more questions that I we are la- now left with for an indeterminate amount of time. Don't they not have a date for the next season? Oh, they don't? They don't. I would imagine it's going to be like um, soon, a year and a half from now. I mean, yeah, a year and a half feels like a good guess. How long will it take for them to understand what they did in the last episode? How long will it take for the writers to unpack? Once again, Lost proves instructive here, which is that like you can just you can like make sense of it or you can just keep making it more and more and more complicated until you're at the at the, you know, your Logan at the bottom. You know, at Laura's birthday party, we um, I bought her a cake. You, you ate the cake. I ate the cake. Which was uh, a rainbow cake. A rainbow cake that included all the colors of the rainbow. Six layers. Uh, was more, I think it might have been more than How many colors are there no, in the rainbow? Six. Well, how many colors was, are there in the rainbow? It was red, orange, yellow. No, no. They said it was green, the actual blue, colors purple. of the rainbow. Is that what's in the rainbow? Red, Roy, orange, Roy yellow, G-Bans? green, blue, purple. Well, there's no, there's no eye. There's right. no indigo. It was six layers. Rainbows would be a lot cooler. Anyhow, it's a very tall cake. Tall cake. We cut it. The pieces were hard to slice. And then at some point, it f- it f- broke in half and fell over. What? It, yeah, it fell over. You didn't know that? It fell no. over and we had to throw it out. I think I w- No way. It, yeah, we it, like fell over. You onto threw the, out half of the cake? Yeah, it fell over under like, the dirty table. But hold on. <sighs> I'm making a point. You know, the cake was made so tall and so elaborately. Oh, this is a metaphor. <laughs> yeah. That it... <laughs> That it toppled over due to its own weight Wait a minute. and complexity. <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, I have a question. Yes. How come I wasn't invited? Well, <laughs> I didn't go to this party. You're not friends with Laura. Well, yeah, it was Laura's birthday party, and she was like have friends, you met Laura? friends and family. This episode was so packed with things. I think we can all agree um, on that. <laughs> some of my, I mean, I wrote down a lot of numbers. Just because you wrote down numbers, sort of the only thing I could really grasp, like the number of lines of code that is a human, ten thousand two hundred forty-seven. That doesn't. No, that's the number of lines of code that's a human. Yeah, they say that. They were like, we've tried. We they tried to iterate James Delos what eighteen million times or something. That's a thing that seems like a human. That's the shortened version of Mm, the human. It's a human. You get one human. No, you get like something that acts like a human. It acts like a human. Yeah. That's I mean, well, this is like, but this is also like, a, now people are criticizing this show for this because it's like, this is not people. like lines of code does not equal complexity. Mm, tell me about it. Like, it's almost like making a layer cake when yeah. you think about it. The, well, at any rate, anyway. okay, let's, but let's talk about, you have more numbers. The other number was that they copied 4 million people. 4 million people had been through Westworld yeah. in the 30 years, which is actually not that many when you think about it. Well, it's very expensive and it's expensive, I guess. Yeah, that's and true. And maybe they couldn't get a hat scan of every person who but came it's like, in. Think about how many people have been through like Disney World. It's a lot more than four Since million. Disney World but, started. but doesn't Westworld cost like hundreds of thousands of dollars to yeah, hundreds that's of true. thousands? It's like to how visit? many rich people are there in the world? This is probably all of them. I mean, we should find out. We could find out uh, once we do a census of the um, modern day uh, Westworld adjacent universe, mm-hmm. which we don't know where it is or what it is or who's on it. But Maybe we should talk about the sort of answers that we got. One of which was uh, sort of uh, the flood that was in the first episode 
This is the thing about this episode is I feel like I can't make sense of it if I don't go back and watch the whole entire season again. Uh, I will say sounds so honestly, like such a chore. I was just con- like I know I know for the listener at home there's been um, sometimes a lot of concern wondering you know how invested are Casey and Jeremy and Josh in this show like how much do we like it do we just sort of uh, sidle up to the studio every week just like I don't you know fuck it I was watching I, you know, I don't really know what's going on um, and you know I'm, I'm considerate of all that we want to present a good show and I've been paying attention more and more as the season's gone on just to really you know digging into the theories trying to figure out what's going on that said, I was just completely lost last night. There were just multiple times where I just wrote down, like, I don't know what's happening. Like, if the failures that I just missed forgot these plot cues from 10 weeks ago, like, maybe that's my failure. But, like, listen, we all, we're all people. We all have lives. We don't sit and recap and recount I mean, every single well, week. As, but as people who, like, are, I would say, more invested than average, we, like, not yeah. only watch it. Yes. We pay attention. We take, we, some of us some take of us notes. Some of us take notes, yes. We read, we read the after show discussion online we get theories from people we spend time discussing it mm-hmm. afterward we yeah. have like a significant time investment in the show and even still yes. i watched this episode and i could not from the body of knowledge contained in my brain make sense of everything in the moment and be like oh that's what that is it was just all like what yes okay let me say yes i agree with you but let me so for i want to say a couple things as we get into this discussion one as you know i've been a little bit well this season has tried my patience with with Westworld as a concept. I do my feeling at the end of last night's episode, which I thought was as a piece of entertainment, highly entertaining. Like I thought it was a well crafted. Pe- I think there's some really garbage moments in it, but like I thought it like comes to a place that where I felt like, oh, this is a fun entertainment experience, and I was like, I want to love this show. It, what, what I realize is that. Even though I have huge problems with some of what they've done, I want to love it, but they've definitely made loving it for a person who has invested some time in thinking about what is going on on it. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've made loving it somewhat difficult. Mm-hmm. And like, I do feel worried, as I did in Lost, watching Lost, that the people making it maybe don't really know. What's going Where on on the road? Yeah. Incredible, uh, Connor, incredible supporting evidence to that uh, is that the writer of last night's episode did an interview with Vanity Fair oh, no. where he said that uh, Nolan literally wrote, I'm quoting, literally wrote uh, the reveal that Stubbs is a host uh, the night before they shot it. Okay. So this is not this is not set up months yeah, this and is we- not weeks like, in advance. This is, they were not planning this for episodes and episodes and planting the seeds. They're just like, fuck it. What if he's a host? <laughs> what like, if oh we my throw God, this? Like, yeah. Yeah. wrench into the machine. Well, that's like, like that's what I thought about the hard. final scene with the man in black, but this is I mean, this has always been my sort of like general objection to like the idea like I I what I personally think makes me like a good theory dissector due to my <laughs> give that I'm given to criticism. Title, theory, but theory I'm just dissector. like I don't I think people when they're making theories give this show so much more credit than it than it appears to deserve yes. from the way that this stuff comes about. Like you could you could ascribe a lot of credit to to the writers and be like, oh, they know what they're doing. Like there's a grand plan and people made the same mistake with Lost yeah. ten ish years being, ago. Stubbs being a host felt like a pretty important reveal. 
And like it had been, he was like, was Ford, like Ford nope. designed me for blah, 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 or whatever. And then he's like, also, oh, by the way, you're Dolores. I get it. Can I say, can I ask, could I posit mm. what I think they did, what was supposed to be, what we have, were supposed to have learned last night? Okay. Can I just say what I think happened? Because I actually finished watching it. So I watched a little bit of it last night, but then I actually went back and watched all of it today complete in uh, uh in the light of day in the light of day yeah sober okay because i was like i gotta get this right because if not Good. casey will go yep. fucking ballistic on me yeah um but i also wanted to like be sure that i got everything that i could get mm-hmm. okay so i'm gonna just i'm gonna try to like broad stroke what i think the plot of what's going on in westworld is okay and you feel free to stop me or interject either one of you obviously um I'm going to do this in the simplest way possible. It was just what I think happened. Uh, Westworld is a real park that they built where there are robots that were pretending to be humans. The original intention for the creators of the park, Ford and Arnold, mm-hmm. his partner, was to make a fun place to go to have a crazy like experience with AI bots, right? right? right, right. AI-driven bots. Yep. Somewhere along the way of, of creating the bots, they saw a... Um, Something emerging in them, which was more than just a, more than just like a program. Mm-hmm. It was like they were starting to take on. They were becoming sentient, right? But they had not really evolved. Like their sentience was like infantile in its complexity, mm-hmm. and Ford felt that it would take some time to evolve it to the place where they could be truly independent. Yes, like beings. Correct. He saw it as like a a baby's idea of self okay. versus mm-hmm. a fully grown human's idea sure. of self or whatever. Sure. Okay, so so far, does this all sound right? Just so, yeah. Okay. I mean, so, this is like season one stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm just backing up a little bit because okay. I want to get into... Let's, let's, um, uh, let's advance the so, uh, argument. So um, they went looking for invest, but they went looking for investors. They needed money to continue the project. They Maybe they hadn't seen the sentience at that point. They were still mm-hmm. sort of like just making robots. They went and got money. This company, Delos, invested. Delos invested for two reasons. One was uh, William, a.k.a. the man in black, who was marrying into the Delos family, who had just married into it, felt that it was an opportunity to get a lot of information about powerful people mm-hmm. or people in general that could be used for reasons we don't really fully understand. Like, he never specifically says what he thought that project could be for. But secondarily, and perhaps connected to that, they felt that it would be a pathway to figuring out how to clone a person and give them an Im- immortal body and right. mind, essentially. Right. And Daddy Delos, who was dying, James Delos, was like, I'll buy this company because you're saying to me that I'm dying from whatever coughing disease I have. Right. Like, and maybe <laughs> I, can like get a, I can get a bot body and bot brain that is me exactly right. thanks to the research done here with the um, – Right. Westworld robots. I feel like that was actually like that was like phase two of like no, that was what like, we can do with this is like we can make people. That was phase two. And yes. then phase three was like we can copy existing people and you then think that oh you will think that built. was added, but I mean they were obviously doing it with James Delos right off the bat as soon as they invested. Yeah, but the the purpose at that time I feel like was to extend like to offer an extended humanity to people. Somehow to get him And in- then phase three was sort of like against their will, we're gonna like 
copy copy them and yeah. use that data for to what purpose who really knows could be like taking over the world could be like killing all of the people and replacing them with clones that we control like that's right a, that's i mean who like knows but at that three. point you're like wow like this is an amazing power i could like basically play god mm-hmm. and like replace somebody with a thing that i control in some right. way right um so in okay so i'm gonna try now this is where it's gonna get real fuzzy because i think last night covered a lot of like we've been talking around and the show's been talking around the things that i think they fully explained in last night's episode mm-hmm. which is so using hats which we're not going to get into the particulars of this. They could take a, make a copy of people's brains. So two things are going. There's basically like two plots in the show, right? There's the plot of the of the of the um, hosts that were created from scratch, essentially, right? Right. They're not real people. Like Dolores was not based on a real person. So far, she, as far as we know, yes. she's like a programmed person, essentially. Yes. But she started to take on a, a personality and a life of her own. Right. And the other host did the same. Right. And then that's plot one. And then plot two is this copying thing where they're making copies of people and they're getting all this information on them and they're trying to recreate a person. Mm -hmm. And, like, bots are fine because they are, like, native to the thing that they're in. Like, their brain and their body are, like, one and the same. Right. Like, they are of the same sort of, like, uh, source. And then humans, like, they can copy them. They copy them in a virtual environment where they run tests on the copy of the person and to, mm-hmm. like trying to figure out if they can like make a perfect recreation of them mm-hmm. those tests are being done by Logan mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's like, like the avatar for the the architect of those like tests or whatever Logan, Logan Doss I didn't some. understand that Logan Prime I was like why I mean, is I read he some, in the computer I read <laughs> some explanations <laughs> that were really bending over backwards to like justify why why like, it would be Logan? So okay. they created the system in the mold of James Delos, and then his subconscious felt bad about rejecting his only son, so mm-hmm. it created an avatar of him. So wait, <laughs> right? the system is that, that was built. Is that what it was? So you're saying the computer system Something that was like built that. to run tests because James Delos was the original sort of test subject? Mm-hmm. That's why. That's the explanation supposedly that for the why world the, of the system virtual, is Logan. The world of the virtual universe, which is called, it's called, is that the Forge or the, the forge, Cradle? That's the forge. the forge. The Forge is where they build both their host personalities and where they try to recreate human personalities. Like the Forge is a place where they create like I thought the forge was just where they store all of the like sort of data that they've harvested from guests in the park. I think it's guests and hosts, isn't it? Because mm. isn't that where? I mean, uh, when you're not in your head, um, you... I think the forge is like not only where they store that guest data, but where they're like doing those like tests in the simulation. Like that's why we see so many copies of Daddy Delos. It's like they're going through these loops over and over again so that they can be perfecting these guests. But is that not also the place where the host? Where the hosts run their loops, like when they're not, like no, I don't think so. I mean, I guess it's like where, there's that oh three episodes ago when they say like oh Westworld is like the control, right? So if Westworld is the control for the hosts and the guests, then the Forge is like the actual experimental place. Okay, where do the where are the hosts kept in the cradle? cradle. Right, that's where they're created. That's like their the brain backup. Okay, oh, that's their backup. Well, right. yeah. Okay, so I'm just trying to talk through this because, like, I want to make sure that I'm understanding even a, like a modicum of what they're trying to say. So, okay, there's these two things. There's this place where the copies are being held, and then there's like these tasks being done to create like an actual duplicate of a human. Mm-hmm. And the thing that they were hitting as a problem, this is a the Delos experiment. Is we tried to put the brain in a body, and it like malfunctioned. Yes, because it couldn't accept the fact that it was a human consciousness. It wasn't that it was that it was. I thought it was that it was too complicated. It was too complex. 
Well, there's that thing. They tried to make like a super complex version of like a James Delos and they made 18 million different versions of him and all of them. It's like all of the possible permutations of a human. Most of them are just like what we would interpret as insane. So what we we saw in episode four where we see Daddy Delos being tested in that facility is Mm -hmm. like after they made a copy that they felt was like a high enough fidelity, they would like make his body. And they'd put him into the real world, and then he would go through real-world tests that were not in the forge. The, re- the real world being Westworld. And just, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Let yeah. Him, I mean, in a facility. They would put him in Westworld and be like, okay, does he do the same things that the real James Delos did it, but, when he was put in Westworld? But they also – but there's the scenes with William where he's talking to him, having that interview. Right. Is that – that's also somewhere in Westworld, essentially. Yeah. Do you think it's like before yeah, or after his like, experiences out the, in the park? The real world as far as like the real West world versus like, the forge. Yeah. They're not in the forge. Right. Okay. So, I mean, by the way, just saying all this out loud sounds so <laughs> insane I and know. ridiculous. We're already so deep. But I just want to make sure that I understand. So here's so here's what I think. So that's one. The drama of the copying people is one thing. Then there's the drama of the host becoming self-aware and realizing that they are actually like a creature that is neither human nor like computer it's some weird mishmash of the two things that's become some kind of, essentially like kind of like well, a, yeah, the a Dolores, super being the Dolores take being that they're better than humans and that humans should be eradicated right of course and, is, and host should any robot would think that if it had a chance okay right, okay right. so 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 then classic robots okay yeah. so so in the okay those are our two kind of like central, there's sort of central plots that are happening that are bubbling up next to each other. Then there's this whole thing with Dolores building Bernard, which I think is like Ford. So Arnold existed and Arnold and Dolores, the robot, had a weird relationship. Arnold died. Yes. Like he actually died, right? Yes, right. And she killed him. She killed him. At his behest. Right, which I still am now cloudy on at this point thinking about it. But oh. anyhow, then... Ford was like Dolores because you knew because you're special and you knew Arnold in right. a way that There's no one else knew him. There's a quote in this episode that's like you you only die when the last person you know dies or some something last to person that who remembers effect. You. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she was tasked with working with Ford essentially to build Bernard. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. That whole thing is fine. Whatever. She built Bernard. We thought he built her, but actually it's the other way around. Mm. Well, it's both. But they built each other. Yes. They also killed each other. Yes. Right. Yep. Okay. Then Ford created this narrative or Bernard created this narrative about the Valley Beyond, which was like some underlying program in all of the hosts that when they became self-aware, essentially, they would like work their way towards the Valley Beyond. And the Valley Beyond was a place that they created that would live – that was part of the Forge. And it was in the Forge. It was created – This is what I find to be like maybe the the like – most nonsensical part of this episode, personally. So, so this thing, the Valley Beyond, was essentially it's like essentially like they call it the Sublime. The writers and creators of the show call it the Sublime. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. a heaven for hosts that humans cannot access, where they basically leave their bodies behind, mm-hmm. their real bodies, and they at it, like the same instant their real body dies, their host brain gets uploaded into the Sublime, which yeah. is a virtual place. It's like the Forge. A virtual place that is accessed by a random crack in the middle of yes. 
Westworld. Oh, that was too much. That for they me. all knew. <laughs> that they <laughs> all knew to sort of gravitate toward yeah. and line up in a in you know form think, a single form yeah. a single yeah. line. I think and when you start having tears in reality, that's when you gotta. Like, I mean, I love a tear in reality. It called it called back to me. Did you guys read um, the His Dark Materials trilogy? No. Oh my god. Did you? The what thing? His Dark Materials, like the golden oh, golden yeah, 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 uh, golden yeah, yeah, yeah. compass. Oh, uh, I think uh, Laura. Yeah, read them. I mean it was. It's. I, I mean the cool second one. The, the second page. one revolves all around like tears and reality. Like I'm behind a tear and reality. Look, but this, this is, was but a this is just a projection that mechanical a sci-fi vast. stuff. Yeah, this. Yes. But this tear and reality was just a projection of a fake place, so that you, when you hit it, you could like Wi-Fi upload your brain to that uh, virtual. Yeah, like basically. it's like a matrix. Yeah. It's the matrix. Yeah. It's a recreation of a world that is not a world. Yeah. And they're like. And Bernard, essentially what I'm understanding is that Bernard was like, I wanted to create this place where the host could go, where they could be protected and live their lives however they wanted to live in a virtual space where there were no bodies, there were no brains. It was just a, it was just code, but yeah. presented to the host as a place. Right. Because in the forge, you can do that. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I struggle with this whole notion of, like, there's a part of a computer under control by humans that humans can't access. Like, I just don't. I'm I'm just, like, I feel like that's not well, any different well, the from I- well, the idea, world. But the idea there is that the that the the idea with the code, that code piece is that when Elsie's like, I've never seen this a language like this, isn't the underlying idea that Bernard and Dolores... And the, the forge itself, left to its own devices, created its own language and its own like no no bit of, no. I think no. I think it is. That I think there's never, a yeah. That I think they're pretty no clear one, about that. No just, one put when they say that. First of all, they're in the cradle, so like that's not the same as the forge. Yeah, but the cradle is the, <laughs> the cradle is the backup for the host, and I think they're looking at the code and they're going like this. Uh, there's code inside of these things that is not like created. But by, they said that about the cradle. She said, "I've never seen this language before." Yeah, and she's saying those are backups to the host. The host have that code in them because the forge created will, new code that was like injected. Know, but listening, again, again, listening to this, listening to this makes me empathize. Uh, empathize with Lee Sizemore because who, who did not need to die? Who literally did not <laughs> no, need to die? There was but no he was need just for like, him to die. He was like, I'm tired of this shit. I'm going out. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna make, hold on. I mean, make it look cool. He could have like done so many things in that situation. So right. wait, hold on. I'm only. I'm okay. I'm just trying to say this because I want us to get a baseline, baseline to check, okay. so we can okay. test for fidelity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So so the, the the okay whatever they create this place called the Sublime. They're like, go to Sublime, and then Dolores is like, no. I don't want to do that. I'm now like super duper self-aware and like we have to kill all the humans because we'll never be safe until we eradicate humanity or something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And Bernard's like, no, I don't want to do that. We shouldn't kill the humans. We're better than them. And she's like, you're wrong or whatever. Then the, that whole thing goes away. They like destroy the forge. The sublime is like maybe on a drive somewhere that's underwater. This is what I don't get is like they opened the forge or they opened the, the sublime, which was on the forge. And then they were like. Just kidding. We don't want to open this. They closed it. Some of the hosts made it in. But then also, like, the physical mechanism that maintains the forge got messed up by, like, Dolores was like, no, I don't want this. This is bad. And then... She turned smashed, off the cooling system smashed a computer and screen. flooded it and smashed the computer screen. <laughs> Which so like, that, is not how you'd make a computer. Right. Do I understand that. Want. That was well, my reaction, was but I think to, it's also like uh, she was trying to prevent, because that was like the control mechanism right, yeah, where yeah, you could yeah. reverse what she did, yeah. right. but then you couldn't. So like, I don't even, it's like, theoretically, the Forge should then have been gone. Right. I don't and even, I don't but understand she, why but it she wasn't. I don't even understand what... 
like the like uh, where was the water coming from? Like what, hold what on. was it? It I was just, coming like, from it. underground. It was There's just so up. much that I, I think, just did. Hold on, but but Dolores beamed all the content all the data from the forge somewhere else that we don't know because the guy was like the the hacker or whatever was like wait this of uh, the payload thought, is too big what I is thought, all this data I thought she beamed I thought it turned out that she beamed the yeah the host data not the not the get park guest I don't remember, but data. He, the guy was like this is a lot more than we are supposed to be uploading yeah it was like I, this is another number it was I like wrote something down dumb, it was like one terabyte 1.2 exabytes how big is that I mean, is that a I thousand? Mean one, that's like a thousand terabytes, terabytes. would be yeah, one it's like exabyte. Twelve hundred terabytes. Yes. Whatever. It doesn't seem like th- enough data. Is that data. a lot? I don't work <laughs> yeah, in technology. Oh, Jeremy. <laughs> He's the culture editor, so he wouldn't know. Okay. So wait. So, it's like, so this it's is like it's like five billion Kanye West albums. Okay. So wait a is second. Is that a lot? So so here's the. <laughs> I'm still trying to like. Okay. Okay. So then she closes. She blows up the forge or whatever. That the the window closes to the that the sublime. You can't get there. Then all of everybody gets dr- all the people who are trying to kill each other get drowned or. Whatever, uh, and then now this is the place where I'm like, I'm not sure what the fuck they're trying to say here. Mm-hmm. Like, Dolores gets killed, then Bernard puts her brain in a clone of Charlotte Hale because he sees her kill Elsie yes. and knows that humans. He realizes that humans are actually bad, right? So he like takes That's the moment he realizes. Yeah, that, that it took it back till that That's moment. The, that was the that was the real turning point and then, in the old noggin. And then Charlotte, as Charlotte, who is now Dolores, takes a handful of host brains, yes, and five. smuggles them five off pearls. of out of Westworld and into the real world. Yes, supposedly. Right. Okay. Great. That's what happened. That's basically the plot of the final episode. You recapped of, it. And she's like. Then she rebuilds Bernard yep. somewhere. For, for no reason. And she rebuilds herself. Yep. And she's herself. For and then reason. Charlotte Hale is somebody, but we don't know who that person is. Yeah, it's not clear if she's like, if there are just two Dolores this, now. No, the, and they're like. Lisa Joy specifically said in an interview, of course, that we don't know who's <laughs> in the Charlotte body yet. And that'll oh, be something right, that we Cool. I can't wait for But wait a second. But like, then they have a conversation, which is like the conversation at the end of The Dark Knight, which is like um, Batman has to be like the villain. And because, like, that's what Gotham needs uh, yeah. or whatever. She, oh. She's like, you and me have to be, like, enemies. Like, me and Ber- Bernard and Dolores like have to be enemies because... the lamest, worst justification, in my opinion, for, like, being... Shit. Yeah, being I like, agree. I, they but, were going to, like... Ki- they both killed each other. Yeah. And then she's like, well, what and a, also someone Dolores has is, to stop Dolores' me. literal goal is to do genocide against the human race. Right. right. And if your goal is that big and violent, like, why would you put any... Why would you allow anyone to get in the yeah. way of that? Yeah. Like set like, up oh, a little roadblock. I was for trying. Yourself. I was trying to murder seven billion people, <laughs> but now I guess uh, Bernard yeah. foiled me. But that's like that's true consciousness. <laughs> like one of us wants to kill everybody, and one of us says like, "Don't do that." But also, like, like you think a computer would be like, "Listen, I recognize that like adult humans are pretty bad, but maybe if we like work with the child humans mm, early no, on, no, like no, we no. can make them into better people." No, you might just be like, "Let's not exterminate everybody." No, I think okay. she does want to anyhow, exterminate everybody. Okay, anyhow, okay, that's the plot of of this episode and what happened in season two. Except for one thing, and then we can talk about the show. I know oh, this, sorry, this is a long window, but I've been, I want to unpack it so we're all – I want to make sure that my brain isn't broken about what happened. Please. So then – You'd be the only one if that were the case. Okay, so then the show ends. The episode ends with Bernard at a lathe or whatever, um, his, like, person lathe. Then 
Credits roll. Cool. Radiohead song. Credits roll. Then. Are you uh, confused about this? Smash cut to the man in black. Yes. His injured. He's got his injured hand wrapped up. Oh, they showed him going into the forge when Bernard was going out of the forge in the elevator. Yeah. And you thought they were going to run into each other. But then it turned out to be two different timelines. I guess. Yes. I guess so. That's like factual. Okay. but, But definitely for real. The man in black seems to have met Dolores and Bernard outside of the forge when they were going in, and she, like, puts a fake bullet in his gun and it backfires. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or that is a, a timeline where he's running through one. Okay. That so seemed then, like a really roundabout way to, like, fuck up his hand. Like, I bet if I put a fake no, bullet in No, I thought that this, was so good. He's going to try to shoot me at some point, but then, like, fake bullet. Well, I don't think she thought he was going to, but, like, so long as he did. Can we agree, though? Can we agree, though? Okay, so I think, like, okay, so hang on really quickly, and then we'll talk about the bullet, but, like, because I, I do want to explore the, that. It's, it's like, okay, what are you... Okay, I think I know why it happened, which is what I'm going to get to. So the man in black is walks into that facility, the forge, which is all fucked up. It's like post-apocalyptic forge. Mm-hmm. And his daughter is there. And he says... I mean, it's not even that messy, as I recall. It's just, on. like, very empty. It's dry. He yeah. says, it's pretty messed up. He it's says, like, it's like, it's just he says the best always. line in the episode, yeah. which is, I'm already in the thing, <laughs> aren't I? <laughs> I love that song. The most man in black... At line of all the men in black lines. Yeah. I'm already in the thing, aren't I? He He's knew. very upset and depressed. And then she basically starts doing like the Daddy Delos thing on him, which is like right. testing for fidelity or whatever. Right, right. have a seat. <laughs> then Lisa joining an interview is like, oh, this happens in the far future. Yes. Okay. Mm. So can I? I'm just gonna. I'm gonna quickly say a couple of things. Which one of the thing? One of the things just occurred to me while we were talking because of what you said about the timelines. Okay. So first off, this is a. It was the best part of this episode, in my opinion. Wow! It was. I, I thought it was like wow. Like this is such a great like moment. In the That's man where the man in black is like in the fucking thing, and he's like, oh shit, I'm in the thing, mm-hmm. which is great because like I've been talking about him being a host, and now he is some sort of host or whatever. Well, like now he is in the far future, but he hasn't been. He so hasn't been. I originally so, didn't see it because I just shut it off when yeah, the of episode course, was over. I'm like, done with wow. Who would do that? <laughs> Who would do up? that? And so then, then I read on Twitter because like, there's always something credit. after the credits. Always. So then, okay. So she's like, oh, it's in the future or whatever. And you're like different timelines. And I think – so they have this whole – that thing with the, with the bullet and the gun yep. where they have that confrontation. Yep. So my impression is, first off, th- it is insane bullshit that they would put this at the end of this episode. That like at the end of everything, they're like, well, what was up with the man in black? And it's like, oh, he's a host. It's like, oh, actually, it's like in the future. And it's like, well, you didn't tell us that in the show. So now we're just supposed to think that that's in the present like, if you only watched the show and didn't read an interview with Lisa Joy, yeah. you'd be like, oh, that just happened. The man in black is a host. Yeah. And he's in the forge. I mean, there's like seven different pieces on the internet that you need to read in order to understand what right. went on right. in this show. But here's what occurs to me. Mm-hmm. In the distant future, this is my guess. Okay. Dolores has succeeded in destroying most of, maybe not all of, but most of humanity. And they are running simulations in something like the forge to understand how Dolores got to the point where she was able to, like, do whatever she's doing. And part of that part of that experiment is, like, the man in black is involved. And they're trying to figure out how he's involved. And that's why mm-hmm. they're running these, like, scenarios with him. Who's they? 
the hosts? Uh, well, I don't know. I'm guessing the humans. I'm guessing humans are running the experiment to try to figure out how to, like, defeat Dolores. But I, oh. And they're, they're oh. trying to, like, understand her psyche. Okay. And so they're trying to understand what led up to her doing all the things that led up to the fucking, like, revolution that mm. killed humanity. Okay. And the man in black. So, anyhow, that just occurred that's to me when you about, mentioned the that's other. That's not a bad theory. Which is interesting, but it's like, okay, here's the problem. With, okay, now we're done, right? I'm done talking about what happened in this episode. That I was mean, like that was my, like forty minutes. My take, my take on that on that post credit scene is like I think that might actually be just like sort of the cap the cap around like we may never see the man in black again, and I think that would be the right thing because I think many people have been like there's no point to this storyline anymore. It's oh, like really? he became a host, now he's in testing in the far future, and like. That's like he like uh, no. there, there are You're, a lot of people who are saying like basically he died on like when you see him like sort of like writhing on the beach yeah. the that he like died, on died shortly later. I'm sorry. <laughs> and like that's it. Like if we never have Paul, we might have oh, never have that? Paul Harris. Well, in here's the what show. Lisa, here's what Lisa Joy says. Do you want to hear? No, no, uh, yeah, I guess. I was also gonna butt in, but go um, ahead, Josh. Oh, okay. But he's in a very different timeline. The whole place looks destroyed. And then she explains, Emily, that all of the stuff, all of that stuff happened long ago. That was real. But now something has happened and the man is now the subject or some iteration of the man is now the subject of testing. The roles have become completely reversed. Just wait. Yeah. And we get the feeling that in the far-flung future, the man has been somehow reconjured and brought into this world and he's being tested the same way the humans used to test the hosts. And that is a storyline that one day we'll see more of. Pew, 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 motherfucker. That's right. We're not I done mean, with I'm anyone. Sure, I'm we're sure back. We're, not, we're in like, full nothing, bore. Is anything ever done in this show? Like, this is, I, I've said it a thousand times on this podcast. I'll say it a thousand more times if I need to. Anything could be anything on this show, and there's no, like, oh, reason yeah. that anything oh, is ever yeah. over, quote, right? or that I mean, anyone is ever see, dead, or that anyone is a human or a host. Like, anyone could be anything at any we time. We saw all the hosts that we supposedly care about, like, die, yeah. and then, like, 20 minutes later, they're like, yeah, Maeve's probably going to come back. It's like, nothing yes, matters. Yes, they just, exactly. Like, also, Maeve's plot? The what was Maeve's plot in this season? Very stupid. Very Fucking bad. bullshit. Like, Very oh, bad. you could control hosts, but, like, then you got shot to death? Yeah. Like, big reunite with my. Oh, and your daughter, she could but not control... really. Oh, I was joking about how the sort of like ham fisted the writing on the show is where like you have Clementine in a in a pale dress oh on a God. pale horse causing death, and you're like, oh, a not so subtle allusion to the four horsemen. And then once someone in Delos just like, who says you need four horsemen, right? And I'm like, what is wrong with you? It's like you got to spell literally everything. Oh out no, for your no, audience. the exposition in the show is crazy. Oh when they go God. into the forge, the the computer guy is like, yeah, the forge is used to like blah blah. He's like explaining to everybody like yeah. they all don't know, and it's like, guys, you all work yeah. for Delos. Yeah. It's weird. It's almost as if like the viewer has no fucking idea what's going on, and so you have to literally explain it out loud to them. Yep. Because otherwise, none of this would make any sense. So yep. if you're listening at home and you're like, "Man, why are these guys making fun of my show so much?" Find us on Twitter because we will <laughs> fucking cut you down to shreds <laughs> for being a stan of this nonsense okay, show. Okay. I'm so, upset. To, so, quote, to quote Drake, I am upset. I'm How upset. dare anyone impugn our, uh, imperil our, uh, attack our integrity for assuming that we I don't mean, care? Like, we care a lot. We, we care too saying, much. That's the we problem. Were saying, we were, we're saying, too invested. We were saying before the show started, it's like I want, I want to like this show very much, I and like I have, everything. I have high, I. <laughs> I wouldn't even say I have oh. high standards for it. I just like have standards for it. You're like you expect it to be that are being like, expect, violated. Sorry, you expect it to be right. coherent. Yeah, you're like, like I mean, in in this confines of the show, like yes, like I'm open to. I'll fucking explore any crazy idea. By the way, I enjoyed this last episode. I just want to say, and I was like renewed oh my in God. my excitement about Westworld. Nope. <laughs> but like, but like now that I've talked through it, I'm like, guys, like what? 
the plot of the show? Like, what are we? I mean, you keep coming back to this, but like, what is now? Well, now this this sort of I mean, the, revolution. Cool. Well, I agree. we've talked what about, about this a little bit before, but the fact that like the sort of over the the sort of question that the first season began from was like the sort of very boring science fiction one on one question of like, are can an AI does an AI deserve like respect and or empathy? And that's like a, a question it? that it's sort of just it's like yes, I think, yeah, I think yeah. so. That's like not a hard question. I think to the ask. point is they're like they're like um, that's a oh. very like nineteen seventies like Isaac Asimov ask well, question like, to like they're like explore. Oh, can, they're like can an AI can a can a person seem like can a can a replication of someone seem like a person? And they're like yeah, you just have to kind of like dumb it down and make it more basic. And it's like oh, so what you're saying is humans just kind of are what we see and we don't know anything else about them, and therefore like why yeah. ascribe more or less respect to a human than you would to anything else that f- looks and feels like right. a human? Why does it have to be a human? And then right. so and then in this question emerged some very vague philosophy one on one questions about free will. Yeah, that I don't I don't think even really tied in that neatly to this sort of well it felt like they plot. were saying there I mean I remember listening to a um, what is the NPR show that's like a science show it's like very like uh, nerds are us no oh, fuck science Friday nah not science Friday they had a show that's like crazy things that you don't know about but I remember listening to an episode and it was like <laughs> that's the, not the name of the episode but they were like oh we've like uh, there are studies been done and it finds that you think when you react to something there's like a something in your brain that like before you react to it, like essentially like compels you to react to it. And they don't fully understand that there's this like thing before the thing that you do that is like compelling you to do it. And they're like, it's a great mystery about how the brain functions that like there's this thing that is like below your reaction that makes the reaction happen. And I feel like this whole episode was like a lot of them kind of being like, oh, they think that they're in control, but they're really like not actually in control, just like the host or whatever. I mean, this is very, like, it's, like, whether there's free will or not is, like, contingent on whether you, I mean, it, it sort of plays into the whole thing of, like, we can make 18 million variations of James Delos, but all, most of those are just going to be a James Delos that does, like, absolutely fucked up crazy <laughs> yeah. shit it's and, a, like, acts nothing like shaking. a human. Like, like it, it, like, does things that a human might do, but not anything that a human would do. And there's actually a pretty narrow range of, like, normal behavior. So insofar as, like, free will is, like, you might do things, like, within the constraints of your, like, personality and personal experience, but you're not going to do, like, literally anything at any time because then you would almost be, like, incredibly non-human. That's called an alignment of chaotic neutral. (laughs) That's why I, that's why every (laughs) once in a while I gotta do or say some crazy shit so that if anybody's copying me. It's like that scene in Garden State, you do, like, the blah, 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 Oh, my God. I'm like, do not reference Garden State during this podcast. That's Jeremy, that's Jeremy. Jeremy's in Dream Garden State. I never saw Garden State, actually. Oh, really? That's, That's not weird. true. Because you've seen so much like the character in the high school. In the high school, every dork ass loved the shins. And I was like, fuck this band. <laughs> the fuck shins this are good. Stupid the movie. shins are good. I mean, they're, you know, first couple of records. The shins yeah. are like the taste of like, I don't know. You ever go to like an ice cream place and like, we've got a custom flavor. It's called dandelion. <laughs> and you're like, ooh, that seems interesting. I should try this. And you try it. And it's just like yeah. bland. The shins have some like legitimately catchy songs. But that's not what this podcast is about. The shins are released directly. This podcast is about how anyway. is about how Westworld 
in attempting to answer all of these big questions has created so many little questions that it is like I obviates mean, the purpose of the show. In well, some ways. like uh, my my main frustration is that I feel like looking back on this season, there's so much that happened that like I'm like why? Like why did why did they go to Shogun World? Yeah, no why was there the whole like battle with the the, the um, whole Maeve, Confederate the army? The whole Mave story is like all of Mave storyline. They're like, yeah. oh, it's like, oh, you can connect to the other host via Wi-Fi. Like, but then mm. it doesn't matter. We didn't need a whole that whole episode. For also, that. I'm sorry. What's the deal? Like, um, you could shoot the you could shoot the uh, virus. And just it would stop. Like you could just shoot the virus when you saw it. The girl. No, it didn't Clementine, stop. It kept going. Like no, from I know because it had fell. already spread. But like hypothetically, if I was going to send like a virus in, I would be like maybe send four or five or six different people with the virus, not just make but it so easy. The whole point was that you don't. Why? Why send four horsemen? Here's a better question. How come? How come the virus didn't infect any of Maeve's crew? That's. I also wondered that, but I think no like yet again in the vein of like. They decided that Lesser Hemsworth mm. would be a host that, like, the night before they Why shot it. Why didn't it infect Maeve? Why? Like, the... Nah. Why? Okay, here's another one. These hosts are all uh, standing in a line. Once you hit... Okay, how fast is... I don't know how fast their Wi-Fi is, but it seems pretty fast because Maeve can make people stop it's on It's not a, that fast. Maeve can make people stop on a single command with her hand, okay? She can make mm-hmm. them freeze motor functions. So if she's down... If, uh, if Clementine's down at the beginning of the line and she hits the... The virus begins... I mean, how long does it take to transfer a file over, like, fast Wi-Fi? Also, how did Teddy end up in the... That doesn't make any sense to me. Because he gets shot in the Dolores's... Like I have no idea. And Sweetwater, or wherever they are. And oh, then, I'll tell you how. That timeline, there. that timeline that you saw was the Man in Black timeline that was recreated for him during in the forge that where he's they're testing him to understand how he arrived at uh what i also there uh, first of all i disagree because i don't understand it second of all uh, <laughs> in the real time there's two moments in the show where just like i mean last night this seems really came apart because like the man in black just Literally. stumbles on dolores and then dolores just stumbles on uh, bernard they've but been that's wandering what I'm saying. this massive space for weeks okay. and then in this one episode they just like oh hey Hey, what's up? Hey, can I? And yeah. there's no explanation. It's, throw, like, it's like the I Game of Thrones it? thing where they're just like. I saw her up the trail. Can I throw it out? Uh, what? The whole that whole fucking moment because I felt the same thing. I was like, wait, why is the man the man in black's like there now? Like, what the hell? That is part of the narrative that the man in black is on, where he kills his daughter. So you think he was on chasing a Dolores? Separate narrative. The whole show. I think this show. Way in the future, where Ford was like, this is your game. Yes. And And the game ends with him having his hand blown off and he goes down the elevator. Yes. And I think that. And I think that this show now they've made a very convenient get out of jail but, free where they can be like, oh. I mean, seeing that now, like now, I can't, I can't <coughs> dispute or refute or agree with this because I can't remember who he saw or who he interacted with he this saw, whole season without going back and watching. The no, no, but he season. saw. No, look, at some point you could. But the thing about that timeline, about whatever the Man in Black is doing, is it, now this show has this crazy get out of jail free, which is like not only. Oh my God, it has every get out of no, jail. No, not yet. Yeah, not only are we showing multiple timelines, but they're also like, oh, by the way, the timeline might be in a computer gener like a computer generated version of what you think is real. Therefore, like Logan, that whole thing with Logan. So everything might be the Forge, or it might be a real Westworld. Well, is uh, what clearly you're that thing we see, oh. that thing we see at the end, mm-hmm. what? 
Man, it's like it's not that hard to make a show where just like stuff happens for real, like it actually happens. You don't have to think about did this happen or is this like virtual reality, and then like to have actual stakes. Like this is the base of all like well, this is literally all fiction and all like narratives that like make sense. It's either we're gonna be completely dedicated to dream logic, like we're gonna be on some David Lynch shit, and then <laughs> it'll, like give you a more emotional like abstract experience, right. and that's okay. Or we're gonna like make a show with a plot and characters and motivations and things that happen for real. And trying to, like, combine the two in this, like, slapdick way is just so, like, <laughs> what is going on, dog? Like, how do you, like, make anyone care? Like, the fact that right. we've been sitting here in this conversation of, like, all this consequential, monumental stuff apparently happened or did it? Like, I'm was it a simulation? Feel, and I'm going like, to feel so validated in, like, four years when this show ends and, like, nothing ever made any sense and everyone is so mad all over again in a Damon Lindelof way where they're yeah. like, we hate you forever and he's apologizing every day on Twitter to so, everyone. So I interviewed Damon Lindelof. I'm not name dropping here, but I had a lengthy you interview are, with him. No, but people fucking got so mad. I had a lengthy interview with him and I was like, what the fuck was up with the end of Lost? Like, I just don't... I was like, I just don't understand. So they're like all dead. Like, they've been dead the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he like kind of explains it. And then people... But he the, doesn't really know. No, but people in the YouTube comments were like, look at this fucking idiot. He doesn't know how Lost ended. And it's like, just read this explainer and i'm like oh, yeah no. dude that's the problem like you had to write someone had to write an explainer right to like guess what well, citizen people kane, are already doing citizen that kane's a sick movie like there's no explainer needed for what happens in it it's like very fucking clear it's got a plot right like also by the way there are movies with crazy twists like the right. sixth sense it doesn't things, work that right. well but it works pretty well like there and there is are a things twi- that are left open to interpretation but yeah. it's not like uh, there's no like there's things that are open to interpretation in this but it's like what do they ultimately mean it's like kind of nothing I think Westworld is like um what I used to think about when I was a rave DJ and it's like um so here's the thing like I used to make records a particular oh, wait, style of records that took a second <laughs> <laughs> can I talk Josh, about please this explain, please, well I used to be a, I used to be a what rave what was your DJ name Joshua Ryan which is my oh, first wow. and middle name. Um, I had a top 40 hit in the UK. Joshua Ryan. I had a top 40 hit in the UK called, uh, for one week. I mean, it wasn't a sustained hit, but it was number 29 on the charts. Called it's Pist- better than I ever did. Called Pistol Whip in 2000. Anyhow, I, I toured the world DJing. And anyhow, here's one thing that I noticed and I thought about a lot when I was DJing. So I played a, a kind of music called Trance, which doesn't really exist anymore. Um, but like... I almost did a wine spit okay. at the, in the 90s, In the 90s, Trance was an actual genre of music that... It evolved into a genre where there were very big, dramatic breakdowns in the songs and then very big, dramatic, epic buildups that would, like, reach fever pitches and then it would go fucking crazy, right? And this, like, worked because everybody was on fucking ecstasy. And ecstasy is a powerful drug that fucks with your brain in ways where, like, those peaks and valleys feel amazing. But here's the thing. At some point, the drugs wear off. And the peaks and valleys become less effective. And you've got to keep, like, one-upping yourself. You've got to keep, like, pushing it to the fucking edge of, like, whatever is possible. You know, Mm -hmm. then it's like, well, I've, like, tripled or quadrupled up on my ecstasy. And also, like, I'm now listening to fucking uh, 190 BPM Gabber because that's, like, all I can can get at this Mm -hmm. point. But my point is, this show is, like, how many fucking build-ups, how many breakdowns and build-ups can you have before they don't work anymore? And, like, that's the problem with Westworld is that it's like, yo, like, the first buildup was sick. Like, I was so into it because I was super fucking high mm-hmm. and it was perfectly timed. And now it's like it's been – it's fucking five in the morning. Mm-hmm. I've oh, done yeah. I've done fucking four fucking pills of metaphor. ecstasy. 
Yeah. You, I've heard build up after build up after build up, and like they're starting to lose their effect. And like, what's going to happen? Like the sun's coming up. Yeah. What's going to fucking happen? I yeah. feel bad. What's the outcome? I mean, we've been talking about this for weeks. Like if we go back <laughs> to old episodes, like, and that's that's not that's not shaded anybody for not remembering because it's like literally <laughs> it comes up every week. No, I'm serious. Like every single week, we're just like, damn, like. It would be great if there were stakes on the show, and if they didn't just repeat the same tricks in order to make you go like, "Aha, mm-hmm. aha!" Uh-huh. Right. Like, well, we've also been saying you you've said many times like, "Oh, that would be like a sort of an unearned trick, or like you could only do that trick so many times." But like, right. I don't feel that they feel that limit, and they just like keep doing the same. Or they the like, thing- it's not even that they do tricks, but they like. They've, they, like, lay out... There were, like, so many... I feel like if I go back and watch the season, I'll get so mad because there's, like, so many red herrings or, like, things that ultimately turned out to, like, not really matter. Well, that's, so like, here's the, the thing that made and, me, like, mega mad that I... Uh, let me find the text somewhere. That there was a thread... I mean, shout out to the Russ World Reddit. You guys are great. But there's a topic where the headline is, Love this answer by Jonathan Nolan. He and Lisa just respect and trust the intelligence oh, of the this. audience. Here's the question. Uh, and I think... I don't know where the interview was. It looks like it was... Uh, Vulture, maybe? I can't tell by the font. It was not linked in the article. If you use Reddit, always link to the article. I think it was the industry, inter- our, Entertainment Weekly. Our, okay, oh, okay, thank you. Our okay. crops are dying. It was Entertainment <laughs> Weekly. Please link to the article. Okay, uh, here's the quote. Uh, the question is, I'm not sure I tracked which timeline you were showing in every scene this season, which has had some viewers saying the show got too confusing. In retrospect, do you think that's valid or are viewers not paying enough attention? And Jonathan Joy said, it's all perfectly valid. If it didn't track for some people, it didn't track. But look, the first movie that I worked on, Memento, was told backwards, right? I've always had a great faith in the capacity of an audience to not only be able to track complicated nonlinear storytelling, but often to embrace it and enjoy it. Those are the people we're making this show for. Oh my god! It's like, his listen, extreme like, fan listen, service. Listen, you gotta like my answer is you to had good commentary on NSFW because it really boils down to like motherfucker, are you serious? Like, sh- like honestly, <laughs> you're making, you're making, we're making the sh- we're making the show for the people who uh, like, have you know who, who don't it. care about how fiction is made and think that it's all great. Think that a successful show is about slipping in the most obscure clues <laughs> and scenes you can only register if you pause and screenshot he's and like, look on the internet. He's like, and he's even like, then, we're still gonna make shit up at the end of the day because. Like, why not? You know, he's like, and, he's like, listen, for the people. Sorry, go ahead. And it's also, it's like, and the, you know, the thing about Memento is like, yeah, Memento is confusing, but it's a contained two hour narrative that builds naturally. Mm-hmm. And every step of the way is reminding you and building on the stakes of it, which you know going mm-hmm. in. And there's only one, there's only one, there's only one twist. Right, and it's the a one- fun movie, and it's dramatic and well told. Westworld is a sequential ten episode show told over ten weeks, in which like plots are dropped for whole episodes at a time, and then all you have is this like rinky dink recap at the beginning of episode. Just like, hey, you remember a year ago when we said this one thing? Well, guess what? It's relevant again. And just like you, uh, did like, you did you catch you that this me? guy was wearing a slightly right, different like, off white oh, no. shirt? So I'm sorry, the so glasses, the Bernard's glasses. glasses, and there's so many the, things. Yeah. yeah, the fact that like people we're obsessing about like oh the the glasses are different now or like the jacket is different and it just turns out to like oh he that's all just like made up like he was just like fucking with his own memories yeah I think that did actually turn out to be like just a you know, yeah, it didn't and it mean was, anything. And it didn't mean anything outside of it. Didn't it? Didn't mean anything. It didn't mean that this wasn't real. It just meant that like he's messing with his own memories. But and there's also to, like, confuse it, and it's just like what? There's also stuff the that's fuck? like um, listen, not to. Get, I mean, obviously we're being very critical of the show. There's also stuff where it's like. Um, Ford, you know, at the end, you know, Bernard's like, wait, I, uh, I created you to give myself an idea. It's like, hey, you know what? 
this is not necessary. Like, you just want to get Anthony Hopkins back in the mix. Like, we get yep. it. Like, he's like, oh, all along it was me. We but like, we did that in the season one. It was like, Dolores is like, all along it was me or whatever. And it's like, okay, we get it. Like, mm. the uh, robots are sentient. Like, that's awesome. But like, if you want to put Anthony Hopkins, if you want to have him choose some scenery, like, there's no shame in that. Like, just, you don't have to like write a plot around it. Like, why he remembered Anthony Hopkins I or whatever. Mean, yeah. I have a question, which is, uh, what five pearls does uh, Dolores, the Char, Char Loris, who did she bring? She Dolores? Brought, she brought, obviously, oh, she well, has herself. It's, that's Teddy? not in her purse. She she brought Bernard is obviously one of them and then there were four more. Teddy, I, mean, I guess Teddy. Um, but how did she get it? Maeve. I guess she might have like just. Teddy. Teddy. I, thought, I thought she no. I thought she literally. Oh, she takes did. Out, yeah, that's true. Okay, so one of them is Teddy. One of them is Teddy. Teddy. I don't think Maeve. Maeve? He never... oh, I don't really? think Maeve. I don't think Maeve. Maeve was like kind of her enemy. Because that would be thing. so. That would be so upsetting if we get the tease of the technicians looking at Maeve like, "Oh, we're going to resurrect her," and it turns out that they can because Dolores took her out. That would be bullshit storytelling. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. wow, they would never do that on this show. They yeah, would never right. do a bullshit <laughs> storytelling. Okay, Teddy. On this show. No, Teddy is Teddy is in the Sublime. No. Yeah. Really? Oh, they show him in the Sublime, don't yeah. they? So oh, can God. you only be? This is, my thing. So this is my thing with this show is that like data is infinitely copyable and like anyone could be anywhere at any time. And, yeah, like, the idea that no one can access the sublime, the future, I think, is frankly no, she bullshit. Said, in the future data is unique. No, but oh that's God. what that's it's what special. Dolores is saying. She literally data says like that which can be destroyed is irreplaceable or that which can be. But that's be... in the real world. No, but she's but that's why she didn't want to go to the fucking sublime. Right. Because she's like, yo, I don't want to be a copy. Right. I want to be an original. I feel like the Teddy in the Forge is a copy. Okay, fine. It's not Teddy. Who is it? I Who's don't out know. there? Uh, I the don't fun- know. Oh, Daddy Delos. Mm. Or no, I mean Abernathy. Okay. Abernathy. I guess. Who's like, who cares about Abernathy? At this I know. Point? I'm and so bored of that. Who cares about Daddy Delos? Except for the fact that Logan, the mm. Logan exchange where he's like. Do you think it's the man in black? Well, no, he's. Mm, no, it's not. Mm. Mm, wow. I, I mean, like. Uh, this is one of the things where it's like I wish I could answer. I feel like there should you should be able to speculate about this question, but I can't even. Can we talk mm. a little bit about Logan's speech to the most important moment in James Dallas's life? Which I like, am so mad that there was all of this foreshadowing about drowning that, and then he didn't die from like sort of also drowning, even though they had said before he dies of an overdose. It's like could have he could have been in the pool and died from an overdose, but then like also low key drowning like in a Whitney Houston way. How also, like it? we never saw. I don't know, man. It's a lot to hinge so much of this episode. On like James Delos, who we've never seen interacting with the son ever. They never, ever, ever had a scene in this. I mean, please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but they did not have a scene all season where they interacted one on one. Yeah, correct. I think that's true. That's correct. Yes, maybe and one scene. Maybe believe, one. We're scene. supposed to believe that the most consequential moment of this guy's life. Who they were like once at again, the same party like once, we, but yeah, they didn't interact. Right. Yeah. This is the most consequential moment of this guy's life, who we barely know, was his non-existent relationship with his son, who we've mostly only seen as a dick or like and or a junkie. Yeah. And this was so like monumental that it's like somehow the rosebud moment of this like computer yeah. system which we've yeah. barely explained and also and like, just like uh, I feel like so dog, much of it what? I feel like I feel like so much of that was like to explain it was like to make the thing that happens in episode four like you're supposed to go oh shit like <laughs> Logan said it but it's like it could have been anything yeah it could have been anything it could have yeah. been 
like he saw it in a movie or whatever. Like, yeah, and like, it had no like sort of larger significance. Except if you're the viewer and you're like, oh shit, they brought Logan back. And yeah. it's like, but that's fan service and bullshit. Right. Oh my God. Uh, anyhow, we love this show. We're big fans. <laughs> we enjoy watching it every week. The show's not going to come back till 2020. By the time the Is Westworld that comes back, I mean, they, they, they took well, a year already, and a half. We're Trump already halfway through his, 2018. Trump will have won his second presidency. Oh my God, don't say that. And no, don't say that. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, I'm just saying, we got to get the vote out, okay? God, that would Does be that so scare dark. you? Tell everybody you know to fucking vote. That's too dark even for this podcast, which is already so dark. Is it? <laughs> in so many ways. I don't know, man. I mean, that's what everybody's saying. I listen to Howard Stern. He's like, yeah, Trump's going to win again in 2020. And oh I feel my like, God. Oh I feel my like God. Howard Stern that has this That literally pulse. makes me like, do you want me to like barf on this table? Not really. Makes me but so I mean, I, it would be a definitely a crazy podcast moment that I think people would be talking about for a long time. Um, I'm just telling you what the, what's out on the street right now. Uh, and by the street, I mean how it's done. There are two. There are two big moods. Uh, we're gonna edit, we're gonna edit this whole part out about this, Trump. Uh, yeah, let's do. Wait, that. is twenty twenty the real date of the when they do the next season? No, I just made that up. But oh. like, listen, like it's not gonna come but back next. I would be really shocked if it if came, it came back, back like this year. time next calendar year. That would be very surprising right, to me. Be very short. You know, it'd be awesome as if they just sprung the ep- like the third season on us like in a month. Crazy. I think part of the, well, I think part of the reason why like they're that. taking so long is because a lot of the people on the show have like legitimate careers and the contract they signed are probably just like, yeah, we're not going to, it's not like Game of Thrones where everybody they signed up initially was like a nobody, mm-hmm. relatively speaking, like, you know, Ed Harris, like Tessa Thompson, like, uh, even <laughs> Ever Neutral Wood. Ed Harris is people. probably not too busy. Ed Harris, I mean, Edison, I, I Edison, mean, Ed Harris was in that. Uh, Tessa Thompson's he was blowing in, up, uh, but like Co- Ed, Ed Harris is like. Ed Harris was in Kodachrome, uh, the Netflix original, which we passed a poster of. Uh, oh there's a poster near the office that I passed every day uh, okay, for like two weeks. All right. Okay, Kodachrome is a movie where. It's about uh, Kodak. Let me read the. Let me read the it's about taking pictures. Uh, yes. But um, but I, can I just say? Well, can I ask a question? Maybe this is stupid, but like, in the cradle, you have to get your bulb out to get into the matrix. In the Forge, you just need a um, bright brain scanner. Bright yeah, light and I liked that scanner. there were like precisely two of them set up on yeah, like yeah. strategic opposite yeah. sides. It's of almost the room. like it was made just for like a plot point that hadn't existed. Yeah, until it's crazy a week, how a that works previous. for for such a for a show that like makes so much sense. They're like they're like oh, and then Dolores will step into the brain scanner and enter the forge and they're like wait a second bernard's there with her and he uh, needs to go as well they're like well good, uh good there'll friend be two of mine, scanners good friend of mine tweeted uh <laughs> referred to it as uh the exposition machine which i think is accurate <laughs> i mean the exposition machine was very present in this wait, episode we get, do we have some audio theory should we get into that yes we, no. don't, we don't have oh, wow. any good ones so, like, but thing- i do have like a question to hopefully prompt into the reddit theories is the first season is mostly defined as being a prologue to, like, this is the real story, right? That season two is supposed to be the real story. I mean, well, And now everybody now. on Reddit is like, no, 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 no. Season two is the prep for season three. <sighs> what would have to happen in season three to make it actually feel like the meat of the story? You know, there's a thing, uh, when you get addicted to heroin, people call it chasing the dragon. You know, you're trying to get something mm-hmm. you can never actually get a hold of. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, that's I may be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure chasing the dragon is what you've it's never, referred to. You've never personally. I've never personally been engaged in this, but uh, or or talked about it openly. Okay. Okay. But but I do think what would it take for season three? It's like I don't know. Like I I guess like the question is. Well, this is the thing that we've been asking all season long: is like what what like what central sort of like tension are we really? 
was sort of trying to grab onto here. And right. it's like it started out as sort of about one thing. We've raised some sort of vague questions about about the idea of free will and like uh, is AI is it, like is, can an AI be a real person and that kind of thing. But it's like none of that has really either mm-hmm. like centered itself as the like central tension of the story or nor has it become about like the characters i mean it's, it's one of like those, all just sort of it's, it, it's one of those things where where you've got to say like um think about okay think about just the plot of copying people okay mm-hmm. like okay delos i do find that to be really interesting it's super interesting and they like essentially they've never they have yet to reveal what their plan was with the copies They've only revealed that, like, they couldn't get a copy working right. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you think about how this, the plot might have unfolded in other hands, mm-hmm. that concept in and of itself is extremely interesting. Be. Yeah, I, I agree that that could be really – I'm very into that idea, the idea of, like, the sort of interplay of power and, like, a person trying to be a person – or not even a per- like an AI trying to function as a person in the real world, and I think we're going to see a little bit of that with like Dolores in the real world. And I think the Maybe. question <laughs> of like, like I think I think about this in terms of like self-driving cars, which I I am like extremely anti. I'm not even anti. I'm just like I think self-driving cars will never work without it being a fully self-driving car mm. system, well, which like I think a is grid, a good a, a good grid. analog for. Westworld. It's like hosts work within Westworld, but if you take a host outside of Westworld, it's going to be like all confused. And I think well, it's I've, similar with self-driving cars like on real roads with real humans. I feel like like if Dolores goes in, now she's in like the real world. Right. What if she like goes out for a drink and strikes up a really interesting conversation with a human that isn't like trying to kill her or whatever? Mm-hmm. What if she's, I mean, I'm just saying like, okay, that's a show. But I don't know if it's Westworld. Right. It's like now, like, like uh, where like, do you like, go? How do you how do you make this? Like, like she just wants to exterminate humanity. But I feel like she doesn't really know anything about humanity. She just knows like right. the people who visit Westworld. Right. Which, which is, is only like four million. Humanity. It's only four million people. I mean, is this going to turn into the kind of show where she discovers that humanity is many things and not just like murderers and rapists? I mean, I would hope. Why does like why does she give Bernard like that a picture would be of his so like so boring? Well, she gives Bernard like a picture of his like kid and stuff. She's like, hey, remember you loved your kid and you now you're like you got to like um, make more clones or robots or what I don't if, know. What if like literally <laughs> season three is like Dolores loves humans again because they're no, like that's definitely going to happen. And they okay. don't all want to murder her. Can I tell you? I don't want to ruin Dolores it. discovers EDM, goes to Bonnaroo, and <laughs> yeah. is like, oh my fucking God. She's, She's like, like music, music is love. like, I'm alive for the <laughs> first time, baby. I wanted to do genocide, but now I just want to listen to Marshmallow and do some fucking poppers all day. Here's, 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 <laughs> here's what I think, okay? What I know about the show is like, they're going to like, they're going to do the thing that that is definitely like, uh, Oh wow, Bernard and Dolores are like enemies. Dolores wants to wipe out humans. Bernard wants to That's save humans. Be so no, boring. but then Bernard's gonna be like, "Yeah, fuck humans. They're the worst." And she's gonna be like, "Wait a second, humans are actually humans worth saving." Actually, humans. And they're are gonna good. swap. And then the man in black's gonna show up and be like, "Fuck both you guys," oh or whatever. And then they're gonna be like, "You're the bad guy." But then it's gonna turn out that they're all aligned well, we actually, against a new bad guy that we haven't seen yet, an alien. An we alien. actually <laughs> still haven't. Uh, there's still the question of, um, like, supposedly some sort of, the whole Logan line about, like, uh, they're, they're watching the world burn and they lit the match or whatever. Yeah. Some sort of, like, disease, 
narrative wiping out humanity some sort of thing in there that like yeah. that we haven't explored either I'm this, this so sh- like what if Dolores gets out in the world and like everyone's like dying and miserable what if she gets a bad cough and she's like shit I have to save humanity what if she's like I get a I got a bad cough and now she's like I gotta be replicated in the oh, forge no. what or if you can what if what if what if it turns out that AI can catch human diseases oh my god I gotta say this show makes me sad it makes me upset about like narrative storytelling like full stop I'm like I'm so exhausted what is even a good story anymore I, like, I, I mean like I, I feel like, like <laughs> confusion only emerges in the context of the show and then you watch something like Riverdale and you're like oh no, but I'm saying, like, what's a... Yeah, I'm, like, oh, I want there to be a story that I'm, like, yes, following along with, enjoying, I make sense. I don't have to understand it all. There's lots of shows like that. Like what? Jane the Virgin. Riverdale. The Americans. Riverdale. Uh, the Americans, I've tried to watch. I like I, it. I don't like the Americans. I've watched a few episodes. It's good. Justified. So much more, much more Justified. Re- Justified's real Justified good. You should watch oh more reality God. TV. You know it's a fucking amazing show. How can you not show? like Timothy Oliphant? Timothy Oliphant is I, the greatest gift okay, to humanity. Stop. Guy Fieri. When I was I watching Deadwood, I formed oh a fan club for Timothy Oliphant called The Oliphants. Okay? <laughs> and so I would just step back a little bit and think about what you're saying. I need to watch Deadwood again. Yeah, Deadwood's fucking the, good. The outcome. The Oliphants. You can join my club if you want. I am an Oliphant for okay. sure. Actually, this show and Deadwood have a lot in common now that I think of it. No. Not, not yeah. at all. Do you yeah. mean like the West? The, in the, the West. theme of They're the in West? The West, yeah. Okay. okay. So listen. Here's the thing. Have you ever seen Six Feet Under? I actually started watching it a few weeks ago, and I got a little ways into the first season and stopped okay, for that vague show, reasons. That show is a real show. That is a show Okay. that has a plot. Yeah. And character development. I agree. And an end. Yeah. And also, like, sort of magical realism elements. Yes, for sure. Without being confusing as fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's not trying to be like, what's the nature of reality? Right. But it definitely is like, hey... Uh, the here's a story. Mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, and listen, here's characters. Listen, the, who the, you care about? Okay, what are the f- mysteries that we want to unravel for the end of the for this? What what, what what don't we know about Westworld right now? I think the big mystery is what's up with the world because we've only seen a tiny little snippet, a little fraction yeah. of the world. It and seems the, like the world may be very very fucked up. The house that Bernard is in seems fake to me. It seems like it's in the sublime. Like it seems like a not real place. I don't think that's true. Well, it seems like it's in like the middle of a forest somewhere or whatever. Doesn't seem like it's in like downtown Shanghai or wherever I mean, they were last was, time. Well, they showed us a version of it that was like in Westworld. That like when when they were like we were training you and Dolores. You think they sent him back on to each Westworld? Other. I I mean I don't know. I feel like that was the jungly version. I don't know. And then man. the version in this the Chinese city mm. was less like was that. The spaceport. But, but time has elapsed. Like who can really say? Oh, God. The show's like, you don't know, but that's what we wanted. They're like, there's no way to know what happened, but that's exactly what we planned for. And like, only by piecing well, it together I mean, on Reddit can you again. truly appreciate the show. That's like what they're saying in that interview, right? They're like, only people who will spend the time to make up a plot I mean, on their own. I feel own. like this is just the most insane investment to make in a show is that to, is to be like, you have to like do all of this background reading. People are so mad right now listening to this. In order to understand. I, I mean, I don't know that they are. I hope I hope people short, sort of share our frustration. It's like, I can appreciate the appeal of a show that's puzzle box in nature and has a sort of like, reveal as to, as to the narrative complexity of it in the final episode 
But I think, I mean, what I saw online, many people agreed that, like, it did not emerge organically from having even people, like, who I would presume not only watched the show, but also, like, sort of trolled around on Reddit for a little bit trying to figure things out, watched this episode and could not make sense of it, like, could not make heads or tails of it watching it in the moment <laughs> which is like my which was my experience and like like some things like i could be like oh yeah like lesser hemsworth is a host uh <laughs> dolores is in charlotte hill's body like yeah i get that yeah, stuff but like that's cool like all of the uh, like everything else and like more importantly what what all we spent time on leading up to in this season why why time had to be spent that way in order to get here did not feel justified like um the flood. The flood. Was like, I kept thinking like, The oh, reasoning all, behind I'm that like, ended up being so vague like, and I, ultimately not important. In the first episode, he, when he was like, I killed them all, I was like, so what? They're hosts. Like, we'll I mean, like in the first episode, I was like, uh, okay, but like, we know hosts can just be revived, so. I mean, it's like, that is still ultimately true. It's like this show tried to, tried to give sort of gravity and import to the notion of a host dying, but at the same time, it's like. All of them, like all of the the ones who mattered, ended up alive in the sublime. And they one hundred percent have a get out of jail free because she's like she beamed the data somewhere. Right, so like the their data brains somewhere are somewhere. Else, the backup is intact. It's like nothing mat nothing mattered. Nothing mattered. The, I Deaths actually n- did not matter. I was actually going to tweet earlier today. That I did. I was gonna be like, um, wow, uh, this final scene from Westworld was incredible, and it was the lol nothing matters. Um, a 3D animated text that spins oh, yeah. around. Uh, an iconic, an iconic animated <laughs> yeah, test. I, but that's how, However, yes. now we would like to dive into our favorite, which we we mentioned this earlier, our favorite subreddit, the r slash Westworld Reddit. Great Reddit. And to check out some of our favorite theories from this from this episode. Um, God bless, first of all, to the people who are able to not only make sense, but also conjecture as yeah. to what anything meant. I mean, from blessings this to the people in r slash Westworld like you are doing. You're doing, <laughs> you're doing the Lord's work. I don't know if I want to say the Lord's work. You're doing some work. I'm going to say this to the people in the r slash Westworld subreddit. OK, you guys were handed a wounded animal, a broken, a broken animal. Yeah. And you are. um Without even training as a veterinarian or a doctor, you were finding ways to to heal that animal and get it back into the wild. I mean, this feels like a okay. very noble way of putting it. I think yeah. you're like this is this is turd polishing to well, me. It's like or, you're really or you're a fucking turd polisher. But you know I what? mean, not not in a way that I don't mean that to disparage you, but I feel like genuinely you were you were like for all your faith and mm. fandom. Wow, and like interest in this sh- in this show which i i would agree with you has an interesting premise a sci-fi like element that i would love to be on board with just continually delivers you sort of crumbs if you will you're like you're you're like just absorbing the breadcrumbs and trying to make <laughs> making, sense of them you're making bread out of it i'm doing you're yeah. really collecting all the breadcrumbs and you're I like you're like that. gluing them together with super glue you're like i yeah. have a piece you're of like bread making, now you're like <laughs> you're like making a mold out of out of nothing it is literally, is it's so like, you're like i found a bunch of breadcrumbs and i glued them together and I, i've got a like, piece of bread i don't have the capacity or the or, or the tenacity for this but yeah. you do and you're i like, respect the hell out of that i mean no offense but you've only got the crust in the shape of bread but like it so, still is breadish. Okay, so first theory on the Westworld <laughs> subreddit. We're the worst. Sorry, guys. Listen, we tried. All we're right. not. No, I. I'm genuinely everything I'm saying is from the heart. Okay. User, <laughs> old trail mix. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Fuck yes. Weirdly appropriate. Let's do it. A theory on WTF happened. In regards to the post credit scene, I think the hosts that made it out of Delos many years in the future are using the ruins of the park to try and achieve fidelity. The man in wait, black... Wait, wait, sorry, say that again. In regards to the post credit scene, I think the hosts that made it out of Delos many years in the future are using the ruins of the park to try and achieve fidelity. The man in black is their instrument for doing this. They have all of his data on file, as we have seen in the previous episodes. So they send him on an enormous loop through the ruins of the park to try and see if he can achieve fidelity. Why? We know, oh, we know that hosts can re- relive their memories as if they are happening in real time. That's what the host, uh, man in black, has been doing. Wandering around future desolate Westworld, re-experiencing the gallivantings of a dead man. Finally, he reaches the end of his loop, the ruins of the forge. There is a host version of his daughter who begins to interview him to see if they have finally achieved fidelity. If they have, the hosts on the mainland can finally make true-to-life copies of the dead, a powerful tool. I mean, it's it's a theory. I mean, we, we touched... Upon this, a like little they bit. They should already, hire the, the Reddit the people notion. to write the show because they are actually doing a better job I mean, than the people well, who make Quest World. I feel like, I mean, this was the case with Lost, even back when you know the internet was not what it is now. Like um, before the, the internet could do the pictures. People, the people who are writing the show, creating the show, the showrunners were like taking into account what those people were saying, like as a way to try and make sense of the show. So it's like not improbable that. Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan are on here being like, "Mm, maybe that's a good direction. Yeah, they're like, wow, you know what? We used to work so hard to come up with ideas, and now we can just like um, graft ideas from a forum onto our show. Sort of like throw throw a bomb into the center of the internet, and they will make sense of it, and you can just like follow that thread until it doesn't make sense anymore, and then do it all over again. One thing I'll say about what you just read is there's something that's so interesting and comforting about this. I mean, if you're a comic book reader. You know, the origin story, like the how things came to be this way narrative is always so fascinating. Like comic books do this thing that I think a lot of other popular fiction does not, which is like they go like, oh, this thing's a this person is a monster. And you're like, okay, it's a monster. That's scary. But comic books often are like, here's exactly how this thing, this person became a monster. And like this show definitely has that in common with comic books in the sense that it seems to be getting at a much, much like more like granular narrative about each character. And what you just said is so interesting because it's very origin story-esque. It's like, oh, we can use this copy of the man in black to like get ourselves to this or to like get this technology that we didn't have access to. And it's like a kind of crazy like background of something Mm -hmm. but it isn't the thing anyhow sorry i've been drinking rosé haven't we all have we Mm -hmm. i mean i think this is like this feels sort of correct does it It i I would also read the first comment from okay the first the first that has like a bit more of a specific theory it flies in the face of my theory sorted by best does it jibe with my theory Oh, Albie, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, wait a, second, my... wait a second. Does this fit in line with my theory? Mm-hmm. What's your theory? About the man in black? About how they're like, uh, what did I say earlier? They're using him. Fuck. That they're trying to like reconstruct. Host. Oh, no, that humans are using him as a test subject to understand how Dolores got 
how she like, I mean it's like it's it's not because no, there's the this this theory is saying that it's like hosts trying to train him on things. The okay, first what's the first comment? The first comment is Owl Owl Owlby says I think Dolores's end goal is to eventually turn all humans into hosts, killing the human copy but not ending the person. Then the host can become better because hosts are capable of change. The far future could mean many things, but my best guess is that they're attempting to redeem William to get him to want to change and become better, and he's very stubborn, and it's taking a very long time. They're testing him for fidelity, but they don't want fidelity. They want him to have changed for the better. Mm. Oh, my God. I kind of... It's cool, but, like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, it's not implausible. It's just, like... You know, if we went back through all the weeks and summed up every theory that we've had or that we've read out loud, like, so much of it is just not even close. And, like, mm-hmm. I understand that that's the fun and that's the fun of this show and it's the fun of this podcast. But on some level, like, as a viewer, I just begin to default even more extremely to just, like, well, who knows? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like – I guess, like, back uh, – in some way, the com- the comic book thing to me is, like, comics are really good at doing this thing where they're like, oh, the Joker's origin story. You're like, yeah, you know it. And you're like, oh, wait – Actually, they've revised it, and there's a new Joker origin story that you didn't, you've never seen before. And it's like, okay, but like, what is the story that they want to tell me? Like here, what is the story that Westworld needs to tell to the audience? Is it this granular shit about how they're going to use the Man in Black to figure out if they can turn a I mean, human like, into a I host? feel like this is the question that people who are like such diehard fans of this show need to be asking themselves. Which but I'm is saying like, like, what does Jane Eyre teach really? you? Does Jane Eyre have a plot? Jane Eyre. Jane Eyre, the book. Does it yes. have a plot? Yeah. Do you learn anything? Yeah. Is there a reveal? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Jane Eyre is the Westworld of the 1800s, okay? And I'm going to say something. Jane Eyre is a complete narrative with nothing left out. Yes. They do have that long, there is that long bit where she wanders in the moors, which I find to be excessive. But the point is, the point is, Jane Eyre is a fucking, it's a story. It's a story. It is a beginning, a middle, and an end. And it fucks with you like seven different times, but it works. Well, I think your point is good that like, like when you are, I mean, I feel like this is almost an abuse narrative in a way where you're, like, bending over backwards to be like, oh, well, maybe, like, they're just trying to, you know, whatever. And it's like, you don't, like, you don't need to give in to a show demanding this much of you. Yeah, it's like you, you can, like, the- you can say, like, this is too much. I don't want to have anything to do with this. And goodbye. You, you, know, know? A, you know, it's a great show. It's Battlestar Galactica. Have you ever seen it? I mean, we've seen talked it? about it several. Th- I, I, I mean, brought it up a, several times on this show. There's a great scene where Edward James almost in the character of uh, character. Incredible of, actor. Of, uh, Who Gen- I always think is General dead, but then Adama. he's not. No, he's alive. General he's Adama. Alive. He blows chunks. Uh, and it's pretty amazing. <laughs> he's like, it's one of the best throw up scenes, throwing up scenes of all time. Wow, graphic. I think it's in like season three, I want to say. I'm not sure how this ties in, but anyway, <laughs> it's a good show. Same thing like, I'm talking about. I, I, think, I think my message to people who watch the show is that oh a God. show owes you something, and you don't have to bend over backwards to make it make sense. You don't and have if to you do, Jonathan Nolan's um, plot. Yeah, you don't have to do this for him. He's like, you don't believe, owe him this work. He's like, we believe that people can form their own opinions you can and walk give, away. Those, give those opinions to us, and we can use those as a plot for the show. Our next theory from the... Westworld subreddit is uh, quite long and has a lot of links, but okay. Um, I love I love links. So from user value player, 
the future of Westworld is revealed. All references linked at the bottom. Time travel, the ultimate loop. Time travel is the eventual future of Westworld. In Lisa Joy's interview with The Hollywood Reporter, she explains the season two post credit scene as teasing for us another temporal realm. I've seen many interviews of Westworld cast members, and Joy is always described as being very articulate. As Westworld's showrunner, she is much like her creation Robert Ford, teasing, maybe even taunting us of what is yet to come. So we should closely examine her words as we've done with Ford. Temporal, referring to the time, of course. Realm is in realms of possibility. In other words, they are exploring the possibility of divergent narratives from the baseline history or that which has happened in seasons one and two and likely the upcoming season three. The post credit scene shows William speaking with the system of the Forge 2.0, rendered in the form of Emily, for the same reason the system of the Forge 1.0 was, registered, was rendered as Logan. It takes after the principal subject's quote-unquote cornerstone. Mm-hmm. This takes place eons after the events of season two, but Nolan, Nolan himself has stated the entirety of Westworld's story arc requires that this much time to tell. It is a dystopian future as evidenced by the forge being in ruins. This newer forge was seeded with the memories from Bernard or possibly the salvaged pearls of reclaimed hosts from this human host conflict. In this grim future of humanity, Dolores and her hosts are almost or were successful in eradicating our species, we never stood a chance, however, or how we could have given our cognitive effect, our illusion of consciousness. However, we do have a tool at our Uh. disposal, time travel, which is based on the observed phenomenon of quantum entanglement, much like how the season two finale was based on an article from The Atlantic. What? What? (laughs) The future of Westworld Mm. could be based on this article. That's true, by the way. I'm sorry. If if the finale is based on an article from the Atlantic, mm. we got real problems. I, here. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what article. Connor being Friedstorff article here. about how uh, oh, you read the Jesse single no cover story about. Oh. Uh, it's actually based on the Jesse single cover story. Okay, goodbye. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so this article pretty much says that it's potentially possible to travel back in time. Oh kill God. your grandfather and still exist in a future where your grandfather was killed. With this trump card, we decide to challenge our fatalistic nature, a seemingly impossible undertaking to try and change our history in the final moments before oh. fate slipped out of our hands. But first, we have to find a temporal realm in which we are able to stop Dolores from ever entering the forge. As it turns out, William is our best shot since he was last human in contact with her. And so we begin. These tests aren't for testing for fidelity against our baseline history, but against a presupposed future in which we have a fighting chance to survive. We tested James Dallas a million times, but what if we can do a billion trials with William? What if there is the slimmest chance we can change our fate? Could an eternal looping Forge 2.0 looking for a temporal realm in which we stop Dolores be our last shot at survival? So this theory is actually the thing that I said, which is like humans are using the man in black as like a test subject to understand how, I mean, this is like literally, Okay. I mean, this is sort of blowing my mind because <laughs> it's literally the thing that I thought, which is like, it's like, um, it's 12 monkeys. Hmm. Okay. In hmm. 12 monkeys, they send, uh, Bruce Willis into the past using time travel to understand how, what led up to the virus that like killed most of humanity? Right. Like how that happened. Sure. To like somehow like derive a cure, and like you know Bruce Willis ends up like 
well, it doesn't matter. But I mean, the point is, their whole thing is like they're using time travel to like understand what led up to the events, mm-hmm. not to change it necessarily. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this theory is suggesting that you could change I mean, it, but like, like you need time travel. Yes, and that's like ultimately not something that I would put past this uh, show to be like. Uh, and here is yet another. Not only are there timelines, but there's like deliberate. Time travel in in the show. Here's a question: What does time travel matter if everything is a simulation? I mean, I would. What I would say is, the entirety of the. I mean, what I felt at the end. Because if you do get to a point where it's like it's like in Battlestar Galactica, if you do get to a point where like the robots take over, if you have time travel and you can go back and stop it, like would you? But I'm saying that what if it's you get to a place where everybody essentially has been like, I mean, you were talking about. Or that other theory was talking about Dolores, like, or somebody was saying, I don't remember where that, where, who said it, but like making, uh, like making humans better, turning them into ho- hosts. Mm. If you make every human into a host and they get uploaded into the forge or some version of the forge or whatever, like we don't know that everything we're seeing isn't happening in a simulation anyhow. It could all be a simulation. Therefore, the time jumps would make a lot more sense because it's like, oh, there's this history of things that have happened in the simulation and like. Mm-hmm. The people, the things within it. Yeah, we could already be existing in a in a situation where, <laughs> of course, because anything could be happening on the show. I <laughs> Literally mean, anything. Well, that's. I mean, what I've been saying, I will continue to say. Like anything could be anything. I on mean, Jonathan show. Nolan, according to a comment on this, Nolan himself said the overall arc of the show is meant to take place over eons of time. That's. Like, like, is that true? I mean, it could be now, like, if we've, I, I, like, this man in black running a sim, like, a, a simulation loop sort of thing could be any, like, so far in the future, just for kicks. Someone's kicks, you know? Maybe I mean, Dolores <sighs> takes over the world, and she's like, this is the fate that this... <clears throat> you know, God. host version of Man in Black is doomed to relive for raping me all of those times. I'm still trying to figure out, like, why I'm supposed to care about any character in this show. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, well, I'm like, what's I mean, the, also, this is a why? central issue of this, of this show is that, like, I feel like I, I, as I said, I think in last episode is that, like, shows like this that start out with maybe lofty questions about it's, it's like a workplace show, as Jeremy said. But ultimately, what you come down to is, like, you care about the characters. But that's not the case with this show. There's no one I really am, like, attached to. I mean, to. but also, like, listen to this. I'm just looking at this Vanity Fair article where they talk to um, uh, uh, the director, sure. uh, Fred Toy. Sure. I guess. Okay. And he says, um, hold on. Toy confirmed that just as that Logan moment is the linchpin for Delos, Emily's death in episode nine and the fallout from it is the defining moment, the, quote, pivotal choice for the man in black. In the future, William has put his human consciousness into a host body and is running a repeating test on himself in order to figure out if there's some version of his journey through the park that doesn't Mm -hmm. end with him massacring Emily. Mm -mm. This is the director of the episode says this. Wait, he's, like, theorizing this? I I think he's saying it as a fact. Uh, Screw the maze and the door. No, Williams, wait, where is this posted? William has created his own game, a hell where the only way to escape is to beat the internal wiring that drove him to kill his daughter. Where uh, did he say this? Okay, 
I, this is a Vanity Fair article. Okay, I'm oh, sorry. Okay. What? Okay, let me rewind. Toy called this future exercise, which ends with Emily and the Dusty Forge, a test where William is doomed to repeat the events we saw play out in the park over the course of the last two seasons. William has used his technology to create a hell of his own making, a little loop. This is like uh, based on conversations with people who make I mean, this show. My reaction to this is like, can you literally imagine what it would have been like if, like, do you do you know that Lost predated the existence of Reddit? Mm. I believe that it's true. Yeah. It I just I just pulled Lost it up to like confirm Reddit. to confirm Reddit my suspicions. Reddit which was is created so people Lost, could talk about Lost. So Lost, uh, <laughs> Lost started in two thousand four. Uh-huh. I believe the first year that Reddit was up was like two thousand seven. So, like, can you imagine, though, like, what the sort of, like, sort of froth of expectation would have been around this show if there had been some, I mean, like, I'm sure there was some forum. What's the, there was, there, Jeremy, you should know this. There was some sort of TV forum around at this time. It wasn't, TV like, tropes. as general interest as Reddit. No, it, was, uh, it wasn't TV tropes, but it was something TV like. TV without borders or something, yeah, TV uh, without yeah. pity, something like yes. that. Yeah, 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 you're thinking of the right thing. But, yeah, that was, like, the, that yeah. was, like. The as far as it went, but it was like for people extremely interested in TV, whereas Reddit is more like, yeah. I hate, yeah. To, I hate to do this, but I have to read more of this fucking insane article. Oh, but God. the Forge version of Logan, as well as Ghost Ford and Dolores and Teddy, <laughs> said very clearly that humans don't have free will because they cannot honestly interrogate their core drives. Blah, blah, blah. This prompts the Forge version of Logan to conclude that William is irredeemable when giving Bernard the tour. And William, in the grand tradition of loss, John, don't tell me what I can't do, Locke, has decided to prove the system wrong. But he can't, no matter what the path he sets out, no matter what the path he sets out on, William always winds up in the same place, killing his daughter, confronting Dolores, and blowing his hand off. The best humans can do, Forge, Logan says, is live according to their code. Toy explained. Okay, this is a person who made the show. This, none of this content is in the show. They are talking to a journalist. Toy explained, the moment where Emily asked him, what did you expect to find here? I just always felt like that moment was the moment we've been waiting for for 22 hours of storytelling. To hear William tell you what his intent was, it's so beautifully executed by Ed Harris. He plays this duality of shame, acceptance, and confusion about how he got here. That's three things, so not duality. He had assumed he was going to become a virtual simulation. And I think it threw him for a loop to understand that there's more to it than that. And I think that scene will fuck with people. It's like, you mean because none of it makes any fucking sense and your explanation is nonsense? And it sounds like you're all fucking making this up as you go? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Like, I like the show, but, like, this storytelling is bullshit. There are real people who tell real stories. These guys are like, what would seem crazy to Reddit? This is my, like, what I don't understand is that, you know, when you're a writer— even on the internet, which is like several degrees of seriousness removed from TV, films, so forth, uh, you have to you have to work pretty hard to justify a piece in order like to get somebody to be like, yes, do this. I will promise you money if you like pursue this. And at the end of it, we'll have a thing that we will publish and we'll pay you money. And the fact that like. This is the level of effort that these two creators are putting forth where they are apparently like throwing shit at the wall the night before and getting millions of dollars of funding <laughs> is just so wild to me that I can't it's it's hard it's hard to it's hard to think about as somebody in like a I mean not that I think that like I should have that money instead of them but just like 
the idea that there's a level that you can be at where you can be like, just trust me. And people will like throw millions of dollars at you and be like, yes, honey, go live your TV dream. And this is what we get. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm reading this Vanity Fair article where they're like trying to explain what happens in the show. And it's like, listen, if your narrative is so obscure that you literally need to tell people what happened behind the scenes and also what it means, and I do also find like this, this sort of like macro economy of, of information here completely outrageous that like you can't just like if you if you can't just show your show and not have people mm. be like, what the hell is going on that you have to run like seven pieces in different outlets sort of explaining what it's what bad, all went bad, on. Bad, bad, I'm sorry. Bad. I'm sorry. It's here's, really bad. Here's toy. On a question about what, okay, so what were we watching in the episode of, in this last episode? In the finale, we watched the man in black get up and stagger towards the forge, get in an elevator, and we think head towards a confrontation with Bernard. When the door is open, though, there is one, there is no one there. What's up with that? Well, just before the elevator, or like this is, I don't know if this is them writing about it or whatever, just before the, oh, no. Well, just before the elevator, according to Toy, is where the timeline split. I think that it's up to interpretation mm, as I to when you think true. the storytelling switches from reality in timeline two to the reality in timeline three, which is the later timeline. I always took it, and maybe Jonah, uh, Nolan, would yeah. say something different, but I always took it as the moment when he wakes up after his hand being blown off. That's when the storytelling switches timelines. I am positive that Jonah and Lisa have a very specific idea about that one. It's like, hey, listen, buddy, I'm positive they fucking don't. Based on everything I've heard, seen, and watched from the show. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they do not have an idea of when that shit happens. I mean, this, like, the whole, actually, the the comment, oh like, just just the fact, I mean, I feel like I've returned to it several times in this episode, but the fact that they added uh, the Hemsworth being a host just on, on a whim gives me really undermines my confidence in this show yeah. that they, like, know where it's going. You know that what? They, there's, like, a larger thesis. I think it's and time. And then that they're not just trying to, like, sort of wrap, a, you know, a metaphor in a puzzle, in a cipher, in a, like, you know, I like, think trying I think, to confuse yeah, everyone. Yeah, I think, look, here's the reality, okay? There are things that are smart and there are things that want to seem smart. Yes. I'm sorry. I like Agreed. Westworld. It's entertaining, but it falls in the latter category. Agree. It wants to seem smart, but it is not smart. Agree. You want to see a smart show? Watch Six Feet Under. Yeah. Agree. <laughs> Agree. Or Deadwood. Or Deadwood. The Sopranos. Or, uh, or Veronica Mars. Or Veronica Mars. Or Friday uh, Night Lights. Uh, <gasps> don't you dare fringe? speak a word fringe. against Friday Night Lights. I've never watched Friday Does anybody remember a show that was Friday on? Friday Night Lights is okay. Does anybody remember a show that was on the CW Dare for me. like last the season? The season was great, then the second cult. one ran off the fucking list. Called Cult. No. Which no, is about a TV show. It's fucking amazing. I watch, It's like 10 cult? episodes. They, they canceled it. It was, like, a very, like, they had, like, a whole viral thing where it was, like, a show within a show. It's good, man. Check it out. I'm trying to think of what other shows I would, like, heartily endorse to anyone. What's the best TV show you've ever seen? Honestly, Friday Night Lights is, like, way up there for that me. That good, huh? I don't get with, Friday like, Night network. Lights and, like, Veronica Mars. I'd say if you can't see a dick or a butt, I'm not interested, basically. Oh my That's God. my policy. Network you TV need that is, more imagination. Network, network TV is so tame. Everybody's hair always looks good. But it's not about Like, in Lost, they always, look, they always look good. Nobody swore. I'm sorry. They're all on the fucking island. They're like, nobody's like, what the fuck is going on here? 
They're like, oh, what the fudge is happening? It's like, yeah, because you're an ABC fucking 45-minute drama. But that's lost, though. That's no, like, that I has so real. many problems aside from whether there's nudity or not. Um, we've been talking for like almost two hours. It's insane. I think we, we should stop. It. It, I mean, it was a very dense episode. I feel like we're justified. Yes, yes. the episode was 90 yeah. minutes, okay? Okay. A lot of shit happened. Let's just wrap up this with what we think. Wrap up. We okay. What we right. think season three is gonna okay. be. Okay. All right. Fine. I mean, as I feel like I said earlier in this uh, discussion, I think a good twist would be that it it sounds like humanity at large is ill from some sort of like broad, broadly distributed, possibly even against uh, class distribution, some sort of disease is happening. And Dolores is going to be like, oh, I'm going to like take over humanity and destroy it and then like get into humanity only to reveal that it's like extremely uh, like uh, less strong than she might have thought it would be. Like the actual real world is is really... Not going to be that hard to take over because it's hampered by this, some sort of disease or many diseases. Who knows? I mean, um, feel free to agree with me. I endorse my opinion. I guess so. So I'm just trying (laughs) to like, I'm just trying to, I'm just thinking back on the episode and thinking about what might happen. I mean, if the if what's happening next is like the war between humans and hosts, it's just like I haven't invested enough in any of these characters to care who wins that war. I just feel like the characters are not between hosts and humans. Well, like like what the general motivation for the host to want to kill humans is that the humans that they met in Westworld suck. But it's like, yeah, but you were a machine programmed to get killed or raped, and they were a person who came there to kill or rape. So it's like, yeah, that would be a sucky situation. But in the real world, most people aren't killing and raping. They have their flaws, but they're just as good or bad as any host you might meet. So it's like I don't get the the impulse to kill all humans. Because, like, you've been treated badly by some humans. Like, that just mm-hmm. doesn't compute. Like, not everybody mm-hmm. is bad. Not right. You've, like, that encountered a very... Like, politi- that's, like, you know, radicalism. It's, like, why advocate for, uh, you know, why advocate for overthrowing society? Well, only some people have been bad to you. But, like, the problems you see are systemic enough that, you know, you got to do the whole thing. I mean, it'll be interesting to see whether they're, like, systemic problems or... The, just the problems of the extremely like one percent who can afford to go to Westworld. Yeah, I think what would be cool is if like humanity is in basically is in ruins, and there's like a small group of people in humanity. Maybe it's that four million people mm-hmm. who can live uh, a different kind of life. It's like Elysium, right? Didn't you mention Elysium yeah. last time? And, uh, and yeah. like and, and like. And, like, she's like, oh, wait, all of the rest of the people are suffering. Like, all of the humans on this planet are suffering just the way that we were suffering, but it's, like, in a different context. So, mm-hmm. like, I have to kill the four million of the worst people or whatever instead of, like, the eight billion of the, all the rest of them. Right. I mean, that would be sort of interesting. But, like, I don't know. I just want there to be aliens. Is that too much to ask? Yes, it is. I want there to be a reveal that's like way this bigger than anything you can imagine. annoying enough without other planets. I feel like, but just like a reveal that really like, is like everything. It's like, oh, ha no. ha ha. We're aliens. We put you in this experiment and you're all fucking it up no, so badly. Absolutely not. That'd be so good. Jo- uh, Jeremy. <laughs> what's up? Have, what have one theory about what's going to happen next season. 
Um, I think... <clears throat> I think the majority of the show is going to be... I mean, God, I don't know. I, I really... I, obviously, we're going to see Dolores and Bernard in the real world, like, duking it out. We're going to find out who the other hosts she took out were. But I'm sort of confused as what they could possibly do in the park again, because, like, who is there and, like, what is there left to accomplish? But, like, they clearly are going to go back to the park because, you know, Joy and Nolan were talking about how it, we still have to see three more parks, and then, like, we may see the man Oh, what? Black. They said that? Yeah, I think Oh, so. come on. Well, yeah. Because there's three more parks. We know parks one and two and six. <laughs> yeah, so there's you know three that, more parks. You know what's going to happen the third season are definitely going to start with, like, oh, it's all back to normal. Dolores <sighs> is running her loop in Westworld and, like... I honestly, like, a thing that I was thinking about last night, and they had a lot of, like, beautiful shots that confirmed this to me within my psyche, is that <laughs> I really core. enjoy all of the... Um, the sort of window dressing of the like Western United States. It's very beautiful. Oh, and for the for it to not take place there is going to make a difference for me. That's funny because I the, all those shots, the sweeping shots of like the scenery. I was kind of like, guys. There was definitely one shot. Distract me with like. Oh my god, the there scenery. was one such such a stupid shot with Bernard. He like got out of the car and he was standing there, and like a you know helicopter flew up to him, behind him, over him, and it was like, what's the point of this shot? It's like the shot of In the Dark Knight Rises where Batman is, like, standing on the Brooklyn Bridge and it's like, why? There's no reason for this. Well, like, The Dark Knight Rises has so many flaws I can't even get into. Yeah, but, but like, like, anyway. Being able to identify the Brooklyn Bridge is anyway, part of it. I'm, my point is just record. that it's mattered, it's mattered to me that the show was set in, like, Utah in this very, like, incredibly, like, to me, beautiful place that I've loved very much. And for it to be not set there is going to make a difference. For it to be, like, in the real world, in a city, or, like, in this sort of more vaguely beautiful um, Elysian Fields like area or whatnot. Yeah, the Sublime, like whatever. I, the Sublime I looks like know. the most boring, annoying place in the world to me. Yeah. If they spend any time in the Sublime, I'm going to like be really mad because it's like, oh, I you think guys they are, will. You guys they are might. in heaven? Congratulations. Well, the thing is that like they've, like, the thing about this show is I feel like they give themselves, they give themselves options and they may <laughs> never spend any time there again. Or maybe the whole season will take place there and they're just going to like take the temperature of the Reddit. Do you think William dies after he kills his daughter? Do you think he dies out there? Like No. I think he dies. If he dies, he dies on the beach. Because you see him on the beach when Charlotte, when, when Charlotte Loris leaves. But he's alive. He's alive and so, like, he's, he's like bad writhing shape. around. Yeah. And they like find him. But he's a host. has a host body, right? No. No, it's his real person. I think it's supposed no. to be. Well, how did he get there? Someone carried him. He was in the flood. He was there. When I the actually flood. didn't take note. Oh, of, I don't sense. know if you can see if he's like if his hand is. No, damaged it would or make like sense whatever. because like it, his hand is fucked up. I think, but it would make sense that he's like laying there outside the forge or whatever when it starts flooding. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of. Yeah. I don't know. Jesus. Mm-hmm. I hope in the next season they have like one plot that you can follow that makes sense. I know. I'd love to have anything. Interesting. They should make like the whole season like a bottle episode where it's like one storyline. I don't know if they should do that. I, I think, think they I'm should make sure it all like idea. it's just about Bernard building a version of his son. <laughs> oh, no. one other thing. Sorry, not to nitpick. The, he's like laying out this like skeleton, like in the end air, like end part of the show. That's Charlotte Hill. He's making a Charlotte Hill. Oh. To put Dolores. Okay, but here's into. my question: Like, w- since when did they do like skeletons? 
they always do. So they're just like exactly. You do humans. a skeleton. Yeah, you do a skeleton, oh, so and then like, you and then you like except for three D print the yeah the muscles onto them and all of the it's like all it's all layers biological layers except for the ball brain they're all and exactly then the ball, you like just humans. pop the ball brain in there yeah. and then you're, right. they're good to go. All right, mm-hmm. listen, I, the it, we're, we're we've been drinking and talking for a long time. True. I think we all understand that um, that this show has a lot of flaws, but also a lot of greatness. Mostly flaws, though. Mostly flaws. And I'm sorry to the people who've listened to this uh, podcast and feel disappointed that we don't but I just buy it hook, line, and sinker. I, I mean, I really bring it back to, like, I would I want to like a show like this. I want it to not be so laden with, like, uh, like plot points and, like, here nor there and, like, you know, you red herrings. I want, like, I like it could be, it could be a, a tighter show, I feel like, and it could be less, um, rely less on self-seriousness in the name of, like, yeah, intellectuality and just, like, sort of deliver the, deliver the goods, you know? All right. Well, Does that make maybe sense? we'll get that in season three. We don't know. I hope so. But the important thing is we'll be back for more. We'll be talking more about uh, the West Westworld experience. <laughs> I think we should watch the Westworld. Someone someone suggested our next episode should be watching the Westworld movie and discussing uh, yeah. that. I've seen I'm it. Into it. I've seen it. Which I have not seen it. I mean, the plot of this show is based on the sequel to the Westworld movie, which is considered mm-hmm. to be like a pretty epic B movie. Maybe we should watch both of them and then like yeah. discuss. Honestly, I mean, whatever you want. It's got a good name though. Future World is really Future good. Future World. We talked about it last episode. Josh. It's also the name of a great Trans Am record, uh, mm-hmm. indie band from the '90s. You may have heard of. Wow, uh, it's a good record though. Okay, all right. Is there anything else we have to do here to get through this? I don't this, think so. What? I think this is this really closes the book on the fir- on the second season. Oh, you know, Peter Fonda is in um, is in Future World, and Peter Fonda, as we know, is a very controversial figure on the internet. Having is made Peter a, Fonda related to Jane Fonda? Uh, I believe they were married. Yeah. Really? No, Jane Fonda was always Jane Fonda. Brother, brother and sister. Brother and sister. Sorry. Okay. 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 I'm wrong. I've been wrong before. <laughs> Peter Fonda is great in a, in a, a fantastic Steven Soder Steven Soderbergh movie starring uh, Terrence Stamp called The Limey, where Peter Fonda plays like a creepy. Uh, Ex hippie wow. slime ball music producer. Sounds right. All right, it's the time okay. to sign off. I hope so. I think it is. Okay. Wow. What Wait. a season. Uh, what a what a life. <laughs> okay. All right. How are we wrapping up here? In the script. With the script that's written okay. written in the document Great that you were sent. Well, thank you for listening to Out West. We know it's been. Uh, been a wild ride you know we all got up on our horses and our white dresses and we rode into the crowd of people trying to make their way to the sublime and everybody got sick with the virus and started trying to kill each other but you know what we made it we made it to the end and where was the end it was in the pearl carried in a purse on a boat to the mainland by dolores and that's where we all are together and i've been personally happy and excited to take that journey with you guys so, uh, listen, you know, get ready for season three. It'll be out in uh, 2022. Um, Ed Harris may or may not be alive. Luckily, they've made a perfect virtual reality copy of him that can be uh, deployed at any moment. I got to say, Ed Harris is, like, young, though. He's not that young. 60, isn't this they this like, early old, 60s. I'm looking at the gif of him right now in that, in that uh, last scene. I think scene. he looks older than he is. Yeah, they make him anyway, real Anyway, old. That's because he's been walking around Westworld for so long. He'll be around a long, long time, in my opinion. I hope so. That's the most important anyway, thing. And we, I think Ford will be back. That's my theory. 
We really appreciate everyone who listened to the season of Out West, and we are hoping to continue to use this feed for more Westworld content. Yeah. So please let us know if there's something else that you want to hear from us. We want your comments. We want your suggestions, your thoughts at podcasts at theoutline.com. That's an email address. I'll give it to you again. Podcasts. <laughs> At theoutline.com. Can you tell we've been ground to a fine powder by this conversation mm-hmm. of Westworld? It is, you know, as much as we have been changed, we have changed the conversation around Westworld, we have been changed by the conversation. I mean, like, just imagine <laughs> being like a normal viewer of this show and you could be like, it doesn't make sense, but whatever. And our responsibility is to come into this podcast booth every week and like try to make sense of it for you. And like, we are. I feel like maybe we don't do a good, we don't do like the best job that we that we could to some people, but we do our level best every week. It's we're, hard. It's really hard. Listen, we don't always. If reach. you're not on board, log on. No, I'm kidding. No, don't. <laughs> yeah. no, Please don't keep always, listening. Don't log we don't, out. We don't always keep reach. listening. We're really, we really, we try. It's no, hard. Listen, it's listen, not listen. hard. It's hey, not easy really to hard. make sense of a show like this. You know, but in, we are really trying. in many ways. In many ways, what we're doing here is trying to get to fidelity. You yes. know, and oh and I got to tell you, eighteen billion fucking simulations later we're still working on it okay so i know you're mad because we're like really neg about neggy about uh westworld but guess what westworld's a flawed show and you're a flawed person and are you a person nobody really fucking knows exactly anyhow this show's produced by james t green and winton wong our score is by the uh delightful and delicious john lagomarsino we neg because we care that's right we neg because we want you to feel good about this show I'm Casey Johnston. I'm Jeremy Gordon. And I'm Joshua Topolsky. And remember, hell is empty, and all the devils are here. Westworld! <laughs> Very good. Very good. Thank you, Jeremy. Oh, my God. What an Jeremy. end. A perfect end.